0: Welcome, everybody, to the TZR Podcast, episode 189. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, still in quarantine, and I'm joined by Liz Laisui. Hello. And Justin Chow.
1: I bought an archery set.
0: Did you actually buy it?
1: I just bought it, yeah. (laughs) I literally bought it before (laughs) the podcast. I'm very excited about this, and I also bought rollerblades. I've been teaching kids how to rollerblade, and by kids, I mean my sister and her boyfriend, but they're kids to me. Are you doing it in the backyard? Uh, Teaching them rollerblade?
0: How do you teach someone how to rollerblade?
1: Well, you got to know how to rollerblade first, and then you teach them. It's pretty easy.
0: But it's like, I don't. It doesn't you know, seem very I mean, complicated to me.
1: Rollerblading is a very hard thing if you don't know how to rollerblade. Are you kidding me? It's is unnatural it? to be on wheels. <laughs> I
0: guess. I don't know. Yeah. If done I, it
2: before, you done it, you it up, and
1: you're like, "This is easy." I yeah. It's like skating. I
0: don't know.
3: It's it's weird. I or skiing. To... If, like he, yeah. if if you know how to do one, then you know how to do them all, and then it's easier to pick them up. But
1: Yeah. If you have
3: never do
2: skiing or rollerblading. And roller skating is weird too. I remember doing that. Like I had rollerblades in elementary school. And then in middle school we had roller skating, which was the
0: the quads. Yeah. Not
2: not in line. And that's a weird feeling too, because you sort of like your feet are resting in different orientations. Platforms. Yeah, Yeah. it's like a different feeling altogether. Yeah. And Alex is here
1: with us. And Alex
0: is here with us as well. Well, What's up, Alex?
2: out are you doing the archery
1: in your backyard? that's what yes I'm yes i'm gonna put okay. up the target and then it comes with a little bow i'm gonna throw am, that
0: down like a compound really like bow them. or like a recurve bow
1: it's like a bow that cost me 50 bucks with targets so i don't fucking know i am oh, okay. coming, I'm coming <laughs> over with a map and gloves on and i'm gonna shoot some archery yo it's I'm, I'm thinking of Westfield High School all over again, now. Yeah, I'm really excited. 50 bucks? Come on. Like, yes, I'm going to definitely do that. That was, so that, was that was fun. That was a good gym
3: class activity. I can
1: really now. You should buy one,
3: too. I was thinking about that. It. Badminton
0: set. It's only, like, 60 bucks. Dude, like, badminton's what? a good time. I like badminton a lot. Yeah,
3: James bought a badminton set. It's it's really fun. It's very easy to play. Yeah, it's, like, it's so satisfying. It takes a little though. bit to settle. cock as hard as you can.
2: Yo, I'm, I'm good at badminton. I will play badminton. No okay. no
0: okay, do you spike when you're playing badminton? Do you spike when you're playing badminton or are you just lofting?
2: Uh I do it all.
0: You do it all. <laughs> if I, every I mean, every witch away. I'm
2: all around badminton player. The fun what I like about um badminton is you like you can hit that shit real hard and then it slows down so fast like it's yeah like yeah you can spike it and hit it hard but it sort of just will always float to the person unless you're hitting yeah, it. It's like down. weirdly like fencing it's like flick flick, flick yeah that, yeah right so kind of like exactly right it's very yeah. quick like that it's, it's fun
0: I, it's cool because when you go for like more advanced hits like you can like dive and like just barely hit it but like if you have it at the right yeah. angle yeah. it's like perfectly placed you
2: know i had a uh this is sort of embarrassing in a stupid way but i had a badminton set in my backyard back when i lived in westfield um and child this is you might have even been there but we were hanging out with these girls and they were coming over and i was trying to like i don't know i was trying to be impressive and like hey i'm to the badminton and hot impressive with your <laughs> badminton cool. that's what gets, that's the, girls?
3: <laughs> that's what gets the
2: girls i don't think i've ever heard yeah better too because like someone hit it to me um and you know when something is hit directly at you when you have a racket it's kind of like awkward yeah.
3: Yeah. You got to step one way or the you, other. You go
0: into like parry stance, you know.
2: Right. So it kind of surprised me, and I like awkwardly put my arm across my body to like get it, but I got my legs crossed up, and I just fell over. And I wow. Didn't...
0: <laughs> Even hotter. Like, and, and let me and let me let me guess. Let me sucks. guess. You slam dunked that chick that night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the end of that story. When I Ugh. was you nice. slam dunked that chick.
0: <laughs> nice. Very nice. Yeah, I've yep. never, uh, I've never used badminton so to try to pick impressive. up girls. Uh that's you know not, that's not the first you know play there? in the uh, book.
2: It, uh, it did not work. <laughs> I,
0: I'll tell you what, though. My most awkward situation like that is I actually told this girl that I knew how to play tennis when I was very young. I was this was like sixth grade, and she was like a Bold tennis player. Lie. What's that?
3: Bold face lie.
0: 100% lie, 100% <laughs> lie, because I knew she played tennis, and I was like, oh, yeah, I play tennis too, absolutely, and she was like, oh, okay, That's, you want to play th- that? it's
3: not a game you can casually just pick up. Well, man. I found
0: that out that weekend when she invited me to play tennis with her, and I That's went, cool. and I made an absolute fool of myself. <laughs> I could not return the ball a single time, like not even once, and she was oh, like,
1: technique. lots it, of technique, yeah. a lot of technique. Uh, preparation and it's all about positioning and as I, is a lot I, of things i got you the
2: can't be like it's an off day it's like
0: yeah it's no i got I, I got the classic i thought you said you could play
2: <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. but then i had the the cute moment where it's like well i actually lied because i just wanted to hang out with you and she was like oh that's really sweet and then like
1: yeah, well now we just nothing happened
0: <laughs>
3: exactly exactly shower
0: yeah that was a, yeah, i don't uh, know if
3: i would have found that charming or yeah. annoying <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was, uh well, I don't know. It was a bit mortifying, but I can live with that. I can live with okay.
3: that. Make a funny
2: story.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like everybody has that that one or Yo, five mortifying Alex experiences. I was
1: there during that time, but there's there was one girl at school who I was trying to talk to, and she was probably, like, the first girl I actually ever attempted to talk to her. And all I did was like, oh, so how's your day? She's like, oh, it's going pretty good. I was like, oh, okay, how's your day? And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We should go over smooth. here and talk about <laughs> smooth. Oh, no. That's funny. Yeah.
0: That's funny. Yeah, I was 18. <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, we are here to talk about video games because let's be honest. It's probably the main thing we're doing nowadays, isn't it? Has has everyone's quarantining situation has it changed much? Are you accomplishing more?
1: So one thing that I noticed today, teaching uh, my sister and her boyfriend how to rollerblade and skate, um, is that it's funny. But like, I've never really like enjoyed being outside to that level since like when I was a kid in high school playing like, like capture the flag or like uh, which mall, what is it, manhunt, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. And I'm looking outside and you see all these kids just like like they're playing outside and they're like bike bike riding and like. You see people walking around and you're saying hi to everybody at a six foot or more distance, you know, but I've never seen so many people outside before. It's almost like a weird, like reversal of where we were going.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. I think a lot of people like throughout this experience and definitely after it uh, are going to be like way more like nice and well active. And I think people are going to be like kinder to each other and like just like happier to see each other and all this kind of stuff. The News tells me people aren't being very kind to each other.
3: Yeah, we'll see about that. I think that's that scurbo-optimism. I
0: don't know. With, with Within the community that we live in, like, we, we walk a lot now uh, because it's, it's fighting off all of the bread carbs. Um, yeah. While we're walking around, like, we see all of our neighbors and stuff, and everybody is just so, like, cordial and polite with each other, and, like, you know, we're, like, waving at old people and they're asking us how our day is and stuff. And we're like, well, this is very nice. You know, like,
2: like a nice, uh, we're in this together feeling.
0: That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah.
2: It is on a spectrum though. Like, cause, and it's sort of like, no one's in the middle. It's usually like, I get people that are really friendly and happy to talk to me. And, um, like I have an apartment building and people I've never really talked to before will come up to me at six feet apart and be like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, how are you holding up through all this kind yeah. of thing? I but need I human also, interaction, please. <laughs> but I also get people that, like, will scoot around me in the hallway without saying, yeah. like, you know, mm. try to avoid me at all costs. Don't make eye contact. Like, if I look at them, they look at me like I'm an asshole. You know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Um, so you
2: get these these two extremes um, where people are just not really sure how to react to. And it's like I understand both sides. Um, I got yelled at on a Walgreens. Maybe I even said that on the podcast. But, About what? Um, <laughs> um, Being too close to someone. So I was standing in line at the pharmacy, and if you've been to a Walgreens or a Rite Aid, uh, they have these blue dots on the ground for yeah. where
0: are supposed to stand. They have them at the supermarket, too.
2: Yeah, okay. So they're roughly six feet apart, I guess, um, maybe a little more. Um, But this one was especially far away because they didn't – if they did it six feet back from the last dot, it would have put you right in the middle of an aisle. Mm. So they moved it back even farther, so it was probably like you know 10 feet away. Yeah. So I wasn't standing on the dot. I was a little in front of it. Okay. And the guy in front the older guy in front of me looks back and says, They put the dots there for a reason. Yeah. Oh wow.
3: Oh god. And I'm like an old man, passive aggressive, like, like I'm just gonna state a fact yeah. kind of attitude. But like
2: oh, that's get it. Way. Like fine, you're protecting yourself, whatever. But it's like we're so far apart, I can barely hear you. You know, it's like, yeah, like yeah. I have to like cut my ears. Um and I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where I understand where he's coming from, but
0: it's just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was
3: the, I was on a separate note, on a separate lighter note, other than crap cranky old people. I was, uh, I think it was Saturday. Everybody else was kind of like busy doing other things. And I was like in the house. And I was like, eh, should I go outside? And I was like, nah, I, I'm just going to dye my hair pink instead. So I don't know if you guys <laughs> noticed, but I dyed my hair pink whoa
2: <laughs> oh with the
1: light
3: it kind
0: of yeah. just looked like brown yeah. yeah it was it's like shadowed oh. but yeah, yeah no you, you can totally really see
3: it now even in, in the photo like it looks red in the photo in mm-hmm. real life it is pink yeah girl pink. Ah, nice <laughs> i have all like this you know random like temporary hair dye product and stuff so and you're nice. wearing
1: a, a tank that says pink on it
3: i am yeah yeah. Was it was it on purpose? Uh, coincidence? That? I don't know. How, how do you I'm feel? At, I'm at that stage now of the quarantine where I'm just, uh, well, I'm not going to see anybody for a while and uh, hey, no, I have this hair plus. dye. Yeah, that was my uh, shaving my head version. <laughs> was yeah. I dyed my hair pink instead.
0: I'm just yeah. giving in at this point. My hair is so long. It's it like, so long. It's, it's at the point where I can't put product in it anymore because it just, like, it doesn't do anything so I'm literally just wasting product. So now I have this weird, like, it's kinda of yeah. like hanging in front of my I was face. wondering
3: yeah, you came over the other day you didn't six yeah. feet apart. Yeah. And you didn't have
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my normal uh my normal Super Saiyan. You didn't up.
3: have your normal, yeah, superbo yeah. zhuzh to you.
0: Yeah, now I look like a weird like surfer sort of boy, up boy a preacher load. or something. It's, <laughs> yeah dude it looks so weird I I absolutely hate it but I can't do anything about it so now like literally I'm at the point where and this is gonna sound strange because I haven't done this in so long I'm literally brushing my hair in the morning (laughs) to keep it like looking like something but it just keeps like falling like it looks like weird like I've been at the beach all day and also I don't know it's just not
1: your hair I mean it would be it'd be fun it'd be hilarious
0: no, nah, I think I'm going to just let it grow out and be like a blonde, like, like Fabio kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, just get like some like golden locks that are just see how long you
1: can go. I mean, eventually you're going to start feeling it, especially when you put on headphones. But uh, dude,
0: you know what I've been feeling it a lot with? What, and this is going to bring it back to gaming, which is so this is easily the most irritating thing. So we've been uh, for a while now preparing for an epic uh, Star Trek bridge crew situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and I've been going through the tutorial and stuff, but every time I put the VR headset on, okay, so I I have not had a, a PS VR before. I've only played it at like events and stuff. Um but recently obtained one. Thanks, Alex. Uh so now I'm like I put this thing on and all of my hair goes under the <laughs> thing and is like glued to my head. And I'm like, this yeah, is man. the worst. I like I absolutely hate this. And then the second thing and tell me if this is like supposed to be happening but like does yours not seal around your face correctly
2: yeah yeah. Yeah. like i get so
0: much light coming under the bottom it's like really annoying like i want to like put something there you know
1: you could they have they have like accessories that you buy on amazon just
3: are you playing it with your glasses on yeah so also with your glasses on i noticed it the other day because normally normally i wear contacts but i haven't put on contacts in months now Okay. And so I've been playing it with the glasses, and when you have them on, it stays a little farther from your face than normally you would put it. Okay. And so, because of that, also, like you get more light coming in
0: mm. from under the glasses. Yeah, my glasses are fairly big. Would. They're bigger than like normal glasses, I think.
3: Yeah. But even like I have pretty small glasses. Like if I have contacts on it's much less of an issue but i had mm-hmm. my glasses on the other day and i was playing like i also don't usually play like during the day i was playing like midday yeah and it was like oh there's a lot of uh <laughs> like coming through
2: here. Yeah. without your glasses like you could adjust it
0: you is can play it that without that? your glasses is there thought, also a focus thing
2: i that's what i thought is am i not mm-hmm. is that not true
0: no. i th- i thought is there a dial on the front or something
1: there is but wow. it doesn't really help like you're talking about no, it doesn't really help. There's a
3: button on the front that moves so it. The forward. best thing, thing you can
0: backwards.
2: do is dim all of your lights a lot.
0: That's what it's I. I That's a
2: good idea. Newer version. Yours is
0: not on a oh, rail. Maybe.
2: You can't do this. I can do that. You can do that. that? Okay. Then yeah.
0: Right. But here's the thing: like, I have it all the way forward, and it still feels like it's way too far away from my face. It's mm-hmm. very, it's very peculiar. <laughs> maybe I just have a, an abnormal face size.
2: Even for me, the light it's supposed to let light in. Like they've said yeah Yeah.
0: Um, i don't like it it. (laughs) because honestly after using yeah you gotta play it just
3: in
1: a dark room yeah the uh, accessories for the quest and i do not like the quests like the quest's um solution is like to add a little like sticker on the bottom part of your bridge and it does help but it doesn't feel comfortable but see what's
0: weird is with the playstation one the playstation one has those like plastic flaps which have like a lot of give, even if you're really close to it. So I'm like, well, this would totally make sense if it touched your face and the little plastic flaps were just like there, you know? Yeah.
3: For rubber, right? I mean, some people touch like yes. when my when my brother plays, it's he takes it off and he's got the rings around his face, like it's touching his face. But he yeah. also does not have glasses, so Man.
0: you guys don't have what it like you, uh... too too tight, do you? Because it says like, oh, you got to tighten the thing on the back, and like the second I tighten it for even a second, I'm like, this you is really don't super need to uncomfortable. The thing on the back. Yeah.
3: Usually it's after... if it's out of focus, it's too I, low.
0: Yeah, I've, I've noticed and, and, that and if it, I tilt it up a little bit yes. or like or like pull the whole thing up a little yeah. bit, it's a little bit better.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit of like an odd – like an unintuitive angle that you put it at. Normally when you put it on, it's blurry, and then like once you tilt it up, yeah, then it, it starts to come into focus, and it's not normally where you would like place goggles on.
0: It's annoying because then when I like push it closer to my face, I'm like, oh, it's clearer, and then I have to like nah. – yeah, the
2: thing on your forehead—it like should sit a little higher than you think it should. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, you don't have to mash your I I would put it on the other way, so it would be under your hair. Yeah. 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 Like, I,
3: don't, I don't know how you're putting it on. <laughs> I'm just like I I, I, hair and I, I pull the
0: thing issue. and I go.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Would you sort of like? I go from I go from bottom yeah. and then
0: I'm you know,
1: yeah.
2: sure, like Same. pull yeah. back and then put your yeah like that
1: yeah. Uh, see, so I'm know, a I'm a noob. You,
0: but I don't know.
2: I think my yeah.
1: head's too big because, like, as I pull it, you know how, like, the center, like, the ring that sits over your head? I think it becomes more of an oval, and it pushes on my temples. And after about an hour, I get, a, like, a serious headache. Okay. I don't get it with the, the Quest. And I'm pretty sure it's just the newer version of the um, the, the uh, Sony VR. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But I'm down to
0: try the Star Trek thing. Have you tried anything with it yet, Skirbo? I Yeah, so I'm, like, three quarters of the way through the tutorial, and it's, it's cool. It's definitely cool. Um, I'm having, I think my main challenge with it now is figuring out where I'm putting my seat and like how far away from the camera I have to be. Cause I find that like the stuff that's right in front of you, I'm like getting in these awkward positions and I can't really touch it. But I found that when I recenter the camera, if I like roll my seat back a little bit and yeah. then and like look down and then recenter then i'm like okay now i'm in a good zone you know
3: yeah i did something similar where like everything seemed really low and i kept like hitting my legs with the with the yeah. motion controllers as yeah. i was like trying to push stuff so I like lifted myself up a little bit and recentered and then like came back down and That's, then it was so, sort of in a similar I in yeah. the right place. I do the
0: same thing I'm in a yeah. computer chair. So I like set the computer chair at maximum and then recenter yeah. and then I just drop it yeah. all the way to the bottom and then I'm like okay this is So start.
3: yeah, the positioning is a little weird in that game. And like also still like some of it for me feels very far away. Like I'm trying sure. to like engage and I'm like reaching all the way over.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's Heading funny to
3: try and hit the button.
0: I like that I'm in a computer chair because I'm actually using it like as intended. So I'll like swivel over here to get closer to this monitor and then swivel over <laughs> here to get to the other That's one.
3: That's pretty like, funny.
2: I will say that this is not like a perfect example of VR. You know, it, it's yeah. kind of an older game at this point. It's not too old, like a year and two years. Yeah. But you know, even in that time, like the quest and the way that the hands move is like way better than this. So it's like, there's definitely jank. He gets the job done. Dude, it's um, funny. I, like,
0: yeah. as I'm going through the roles, I'm like, okay, I understand what I should be doing here. But then I'm thinking to myself, like, man, if I had to be doing any of this <laughs> in a hurry, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> I think Did that you... are make it more
2: fun, honestly.
0: Yeah. You, were...
3: um, do you have a tendency towards any of the, the positions so far?
0: I like tactician a lot. I think engineers Just Tactician
3: can... the uh... – the
1: shooting
0: one the, the guns the guy one. i like the guns yeah. guy and i like yeah. the pilot guy the engineer really, seems I like feel like
3: those are the two i did not like
0: that's perfect then oh. this is great uh <laughs> i the...
3: definitely yeah i like captain and engineer
0: i haven't tried captain sure. yet uh i was gonna save captain for last but uh engineer definitely engineer
3: really
0: i think i yeah. understand engineer but i think their job is going to be the hardest because they're processing a lot of information they even yeah leave i kind of like
3: that
2: the explanation they're like this job's hard as fuck they don't like (laughs) Like, you're you're in charge of sort of like dishing out the power to all the other stations Mm -hmm. so you need sort of like aware of uh your situational awareness um which i think is pretty interesting uh i almost finished that was the last tutorial that i was doing before this i didn't quite get to finish it but it seemed interesting
3: yeah the only part i'm a little confused about is when you reroute power that i still don't have 100 percent like you can you know you have this many power cells and you divvy them out between okay this much towards armor this much towards speed this much towards like ammo or whatever but then there's also a different menu where you can like so re- you can route the power
1: yeah you can overcharge stuff so for instance like if you have engines at five and you have weapons at five right but you need more engines to get to like the five thousand percent so you can do warp you reroute energy mm. from because there's only five slots per thing so yeah. then you could reroute energy okay. from, the, from the guns to the thing to have 10,
0: you know? So you it's, like, it's it's like sense. if Bahamut's about to use Mega Flare, oh you just God, reroute God. everything to shields so you right. can survive, right, yeah. you know?
1: Mana wall, mana wall, mana wall. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, I didn't understand what the purpose like was to use that as opposed to just rerouting, like as opposed to just going to the original screen and moving the cells around, but Yeah. This makes sense if you need some extra I'm excited to try
1: this campaign because I want to know what kind of situations they'll throw us through. Yeah, and I definitely want to try all the (laughs) Kobayashi Maru. Yeah,
2: the Kobayashi Maru. Oh my god! I just want to like, I don't, I don't know how it's going to play honestly. Like, I understand the roles mostly, Um, but I just it's going to be really interesting to see how we all coordinate like our different roles and, like you said, what situations we'll be in. Yeah, Uh, because it's it's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, Uh, which uh, which roles did you guys like, Chow and Alex?
1: I've only played the captain role and the captain role where I tell the other people to do the thing. So I haven't really tried anything else. Everything else, my dad tried, and I was just watching him play. Yeah. So now I'm like really worried that when we get in there, I'm going to be like, "Uh." <laughs> I watched a few videos though, while my my uh, wands or whatever are my move controllers are charging. Yeah, so I the think a
0: pretty good idea. The, uh, the tutorial in the game is actually pretty comprehensive. Yeah. Like like going through it, it's like, "Hey, just complete these like ten tasks," which essentially is like this is the situation that you use this button. This is the situation yeah. that you use this button. And it all makes a lot of sense. Like, like I could probably tell you everything that any of the roles that I've played already can do.
1: All I know is that the, the captain's chair was weird because flickering through menus on your right hand and your left hand, there's a two different menus. Plus there's yeah. sub menus to each of those sides. So when it's asking you to do something, you're like, okay, do I go through this one? And then you search around and you're like, okay, it's not that one. And then you go into this one. It's a bit, Um, Yeah,
3: I'm a little like, I'm, I'm a little curious to see how the captain's role turns out when you have four people playing. Yeah, because it seems like it's mostly if you're playing with AI to tell them what to do.
0: Yeah, I like, think
3: if you have 3 people like I just don't know if they have as much of a purpose. I mean, I guess they can still it see it the whole picture. Light. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I, it... think, I think that's what they do. Like I think like we can all just only see part of the picture. They're the only one. They're just going to like pull up the like ship view and be like, "All right, shields are at this, you should do this." Right. That's all yeah. they yeah. can kind <clears> of
0: <throat> I think they they would probably need to know all of the other roles first. <clears throat> to be able to like to know what the other players are like capable yeah. of doing you know what I yeah. mean so
2: there definitely needs to be that coordinator though like so everyone knows what they're what, what's the purpose here what are we trying yeah. to do yeah, like, yeah. Gonna be, you know flying his ship but he's gonna be like oh I can't like we have to go here right we're warping and someone else is gonna be like oh I'm aiming at the ship what are you guys doing Yeah, like,
3: right.
2: Yeah. very just dis- but I, I am interested because he does have tasks he can do I'm not sure how that all flows though yeah um a red alert thing that's yeah my when favorite. i was reading uh when i was watching the videos <laughs>
1: they're saying that the the captain does have more information than anybody else but uh it's a lot more like of the role-playing position where you're like telling people what they should be doing and it's like rerouting power from uh guns to like warp so we can warp away versus like x y and z
0: and yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's like, well, I mean, when you're in the other roles, you're kind of only thinking about those jobs. So I guess from the captain's perspective, he can, like, see what needs to be done to, like, just, I guess, better communicate. We should, should just try it. Yeah, I'd be done. Yeah, okay. Alex, what, I, I, uh, what roles did you like?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I liked, I enjoyed them all in the tutorial. Um, I did like, the gunner was pretty cool. Uh, I liked sort of managing that. They have a lot of different things they can do, like warp people in and, um, like, you know, take down shields and attack specific weak points, so that was pretty cool yeah i did like the engineer too yeah, i cool. didn't get to play around with it too much um but that's we were talking about it before liz got here but uh, it's a sort of like ftl where you're, you're sort of managing resources and
1: yeah.
2: uh moving this to this and um you're very you know you got your finger on the trigger kind of thing and yeah on, on the button so it's uh
0: they also have like a whole view of the ship as well which is really cool
2: yeah I, th- I think they i think they'll all be fun and it's 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 cool that they all have their purpose for yeah. sure. So, yeah, I'm. I've been interested in this game for a long time, and it's cool now that we all have it. That, uh, you know, we can give it a
0: all shot. All the
1: pieces of the Triforce have finally
0: come together. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Um, what's that?
3: Someone's the space in the middle of the Triforce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Triforce. Um, yeah, so, other than Bridge Crew, what have you guys been? Uh, what have you What have you guys been playing? What are you keeping yourself busy with? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at
1: all. <laughs> Rollerblading.
3: I uh, I recently completed the remake of Link's Awakening. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I've been slowly making my way through that. It was uh surprisingly long.
0: Did you get all of the heart long. tanks and stuff? Heart containers?
3: Uh no, I ha- so I haven't done like yeah, I haven't done all the like 100% and completed it. And I don't know that I'm going to. I don't know that I, that that's something I feel like doing. Usually okay. I would, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I do that. So, um but yeah, I mean I really liked it. I thought it was uh it's not too difficult until like sort of the last fight, and then the last fight is quite complicated. Yeah. Um, that game was that we'll... one
0: of the more like just sort of irreverent and fun games on the Switch. So it was like yeah. it was just easy to play, you know? Mm-hmm
3: yeah it's very easy to play and then like once i sort of beat it and understood what the concept of the game is and um like why all these things are happening and what the setting is like it, it sort of pulls the whole game together yeah i think it's definitely one of those games that you have to complete this is not really one of the first i understand it
0: this is the first time you've played link's this awakening? is the
3: first time i played links awakening yeah gotcha um it annoyed me so. when
2: there was a uh there were stairs you had to go down but it was like under a random bush i was like how am i do you remember this like, you right. couldn't get to the other side of a river without cutting down this one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And they didn't tell you where that bush was. Like there was no indication. <laughs> that. That's like a very old school thing. It's just like
0: well, definitely. I mean that that was like yeah, a ninety one GameCube feel very or, uh, old game. school
3: So yeah. I'm not sure how much of, like how much of it is different from the original because I never played the original. It's pretty um,
1: much. It feels very much the same. Yeah. Are like
3: all those sort of hint places in the original game?
1: hint like places. the telephone
3: the telephones yeah, yeah that's in them
1: yeah, yeah. The, the, f- the writing is like primarily pretty much the exact same too yeah because those
3: are pretty critical
0: yeah the only there
3: definitely times i walked out of a dungeon and i was just like well
0: yeah More i'm now. here now <laughs> there's uh the only two changes that are in that game are dampy and like the dungeon creator thing like that's 100 oh, right. yeah
3: that was kind and of also the, uh, wait, yeah.
1: is, is dampy
0: the graveyard keeper guy yeah yeah
1: yeah I didn't understand why he was in the game until later. Yeah,
0: his whole thing is stupid. And then the uh, the color based dungeon that was only present in the DX version of Link's Awakening. It was not in the original.
3: What's the color based dungeon?
0: There's a dungeon where there's like ghosts in four colors, and you have to like kill them in separate rooms, and then you go to the thing. I, it might have been non essential in the main It's an storyline. optional dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think
3: it. There was one. I saw like some. Uh, pictures online of like a dungeon that I didn't complete. So yeah,
0: it might have been the color dungeon then. Um,
3: yeah, there was some wait. sort of yeah ghost hint that I never. It was like you're supposed to move the gravestones. I never did. Yeah, that, that's so I think that's 100
0: that, that dungeon. Yeah,
3: yeah. You get a I really
0: cool upgrade that, for that. You get like the uh, yeah like the big long spin. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs>
3: um. So that's cool. But anyway, so I enjoyed it. I'm glad. Like I feel like I missed a lot of um old school zelda games because i didn't really start playing zelda till like ocarina of time yeah so do Do you want to borrow any of them?
0: them i got all of them
3: maybe i also i only got it because jason i was like we finished the zelda puzzle mm-hmm. and as i was like we were putting it up i was like jason i can't believe you've like never played a zelda game like we have so much zelda paraphernalia everywhere and like It's just like Ocarina of Time is like one of my favorite games. Definitely like a top five game for me. And then like a week later, he was like, I bought myself Ocarina of Time and I'm going to play it. He hasn't made no progress.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What did he get it on?
3: Uh, DS.
0: Yeah. 3DS? Yeah. Yeah, that's the good one. That's so and then him.
3: because he bought that he was like looking at other things and he was like oh you said that you wanted this and since you haven't played that one i've played this one we'll play them together and now i've beat mine he has not made any progress <laughs>
0: whatever you do <laughs> don't, was, uh... don't play majora's mask 3d that one's very very bad
3: okay he got stuck on the the deku tree when you have to uh there's like the spider web on the ground oh and you, have you have to, to jump from the it. top floor no, you have to, like, you have to, like, it's let light oh, be your... be holding
0: like, the on. thing, yeah.
3: Be holding the, yeah, the torch, essentially. and That's right before it. the
0: boss. That's, like, the end. Yeah,
3: yeah. He got stuck there, and he just was, like... And he told me when he started playing, he's, like, okay, I am going to play this, but you have to just tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. He does not like puzzles at all. This uh... is what I'm learning about him. We have very, very different tastes in games, and anything where you have to solve a puzzle he's like i don't have time for this give me a gun i can't.
0: that's interesting because he he took so much to uh hollow knight and that's kind of like problem solving you know it's not necessarily puzzles but you know you're you're figuring out how to navigate stuff
3: yeah but that if you can solve it through mostly guesswork then he can manage it hmm. I've, i haven't played all Knight, night but yeah if it's anything that's it's like
2: less thinking really it's like it's very active yeah
0: it's just kind of like pushing up against walls and seeing Mm -hmm. what what breaks yeah that's Um, the kind
3: of stuff that he likes he likes like platinum game type games action like so action games and first person shooters
0: yeah if you're playing more uh more zelda games i think we mentioned this last week but uh a link to the past is very 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 worth playing um and you can play it on switch for free right now and it looks great it has save states uh, you tell me that very so, yeah. very yeah. worth doing
3: yeah we'll play that
0: yeah Alex, i would... feel
3: like i don't have enough zelda cred and i need to play more
0: <laughs> well whichever ones you want i got you you want to play spirit tracks on the ds got you covered don't play that I don't
2: game know. i still haven't played that What other ones? Be, uh you
0: Win- Win- minish Win- cap Win- have yeah have... Wait, you haven't played wind waker
3: no, no i mean i played like you haven't played wind waker
0: I haven't beaten it. Didn't I let you borrow Wind Waker 3D at one point? And then you, I, you, I think you gave it back to me. I did give it back to you.
2: I forget why. I didn't play it. I think I was going to borrow something else from you, so I gave that one back.
0: Uh, okay. I respect uh, you for that. Thank have you. I that,
3: that policy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I would... Actually, the one that I uh, let Chow borrow, Link Between Worlds, that one's on 3DS, and that one's really good. I played that one. That one's that really one's good. That awesome. one's good. Uh, Phantom Hourglass on DS is not good. Uh, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons, I'd say, are pretty skippable. I like them. They're good. I... They're good. They're. It, it's more like a Link's uh, Link's Awakening. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Really but yeah, Link to the Past is probably the next one that I would say is I is guess. a critical must play.
3: I will play that. I've only played like the mainline games since Ocarina, so I played like Ocarina, Wind Waker, Twilight, Skyward Sword. And, I'm uh... I've played Majora's Mask. You
0: have not played Majora's Mask, yo. You should get yourself uh, like an HD adapter for an N64 and play <laughs> and play Majora's Mask because it is fucking awesome. But only the original one. Do not play the 3DS one. The 3DS one they fucked up in so many ways. It's like hard to describe how. It is actually literally hard to describe how awfully they fucked that
1: and game. it's <laughs> too, because the Ocarina of Time one on the 3DS was fantastic. Right? It
0: that. was so much better. It's but good. they, nah, they yeah. blew it on so many levels with that one. Like, the best part, the best part of Majora's Mask is being able to swim as the Zora. But, like, they total, They nerfed the shit out of it in the DS one. It's not... It's, like, the least fun thing to do in the game now. You took the most fun thing and you made it the least fun thing and that and is just unacceptable
2: yeah. uh two days ago when i was at my mom's place i was just rummaging around in the basement which is like just a view into a past life which is always fun um i found an original majora's mask strategy guide so you can uh wow you,
0: That's you can use that
2: to the to, uh, <laughs>
3: solve
0: all the puzzles yo you would love majora's mask oh man do you have an n64 like on you
3: uh it's in i mean it's in the basement but it's there's i believe there's one at this house yes i
0: actually have two copies of majora's mask on n64 and i would be more than happy to lend you one
3: all right yeah i'll play
0: them i don't think
3: i have any of your other games
0: (laughs) okay well either way i can i can i can hook it up um (laughs) so alex what have you been playing
2: uh i've been playing stuff with you guys uh we tried out Warzone.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah
2: yeah war Warzone, which was uh I mean, as all of our listeners know, we play a lot of Apex. Uh, so we decided to give this a shot, and it was uh, a little different. And uh, I don't know if it's really my cup of tea. Um, there were things to like about it, but I was telling them before we got here, Liz, it's like I played another game with some other friends, and man, we played for like probably half an hour, you know, 35 minutes. And at that point, we were doing pretty well. There's still 30 teams left. So it's Oof, like yeah. games. Nice and stuff. You know, we were we were getting some momentum, we were doing some stuff, and then you know, you get jumped and you go down real quick, and uh that was it. And all your progress is lost. Yeah, and then you just it's sort of slow to start over. You gotta go through that gulag thing, which starts to get annoying. Um so I don't know. Kinda I always get hungry when you say gulag. I know, (laughs) me too. Sounds delicious. Yeah. If you uh
3: if you ever hop on again, Jason like he, he picked up my phone, and he was like, oh, the guys are playing Warzone. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And like three seconds later, I saw him updating it on his, he, You know what's funny? After we finished playing, yeah, he's a Call of I, fan.
0: I looked at our friends list, and I saw him on that. And I was like, I have literally never seen him play this game on here ever. Yeah. And I, and, yeah. and part of me kind of – like I was under the impression that he saw us and then was like, oh, nice. We have people now. But, yeah. It basically, immediately after that, at least Potts and I deleted it off our consoles. <laughs> <laughs> like...
1: It, it's
0: yeah, it's it's a very big, big game. And here's the thing. It's like, I wanted to try it because of that, that death mechanic, the gulag thing, because it sounded interesting. It sounded like that was like the fun spin of it, right? But it really just is a call of duty game. It feels a lot like that type of game, you know, like you said, like Alex was saying, fast engagements, you go down really fast. You don't really have much health or anything, you know, very tactical and all that. Um, And I don't know. And it seemed like to, you know, there's only enough space for one of those games at a time, I think. And Apex is absolutely that game.
3: Yeah.
2: I like being, uh, I've always been more of the player, like Halo versus call of duty, where it's like you get an engagement. I like to, sort of jump around, be a little bit creative with how I engage someone to sort of trick them into landing on my grenade just as I shoot them or, like, put them in a situation where, like, I have the upper hand. Um, you can't really... You know, I mean, you, you're you either a better shot at that guy in, in Warzone or you get to jump on them, and it's sort of over.
0: Yeah, it's like whoever um, sees the other person first, that right. that's 90% of those fights.
2: Right, like Apex, I feel like, you know, you sort of have a chance. You do go down... I mean, if you're ambushed, you're ambushed, right? But... You know, there's still that, that wiggle room there, with the, even with the powers and everything. So um, it didn't quite scratch the itch that I wanted to. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, uh, I was playing Streets of Rage 4 with Jack. Oh, that's such
1: yeah. a – it has been fantastic. It is yeah. so fun. It feels yeah, so like it.
0: good. It feels so good. The music
1: is so nostalgic. I was, like, I wasn't that big of a – well, no, that's not true. I played that game a lot back in the day when I was a very young child. But I can only remember, like, one song. Ugh. All of the songs seem so nostalgic. I I fucking love it.
2: They got the original composer. I mean, Jeff and I played through one, two, and three. uh, You know, when we were younger, and the developers even saying that they were getting complaints about the graphics of this new one because it was too like too new school. Oh no, I think it looks great. Uh, Yeah, it was was great. I think it looks awesome. The music, which by the original guy, is awesome. Um, I think Axel might be the worst character, which is very upsetting to me. But uh, I, I w- really enjoyed it. It was very short, um, and it had some – the battle mechanics I'm, – I'm just criticizing now, but, like, the battle mechanics were almost exactly like the old game. Yeah. Like, punishing, like, the enemies have attacks that come out within a single frame, um, you know, it's sort of slow-moving, but that's well, sort of a charm, too.
0: Well, but... was, was I talking to you or Pot about how – and I don't know if this is, like – Man, it might be spoiler territory. Are you still playing a lot or? or... I'm done. I beat it. So, so apparently you can actually unlock all of the characters from the original games. Like in, in their actual sprites. Like the actual, literally what? the character from Genesis. And they're 100% viable. So Alex, what you're describing is totally accurate. Because they, they like manufactured the game in such a way that like those old characters can still totally work in this new game.
2: And there's a lot of cool throwbacks. Like Jeff played as uh, old Axel, who yeah. looks awful. Man, he's so dude. Yeah. yeah, the the
0: beard is weird. It's it doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel right.
2: Got his old moves too, like his old special with the cop rolling up and shooting the rocket launcher. Well, there's um, the
0: one boss who does that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what does bug me? First of all, it was short, and it's like the game was so good. I was like, I just wanted more of it.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: but. And sorry, if, uh, this isn't spoilers. Like, there are no other unlockable characters outside yeah. of the eight-bit characters or sixteen-bit from the old games. Yeah. Like, there are no new unlockable characters outside of Adam, which you get in like halfway early through on. the game. Yeah. But they have so many other characters from the old games that they redid, and yeah. they have, and like you see the kangaroo,
0: dude. I spent and... so much time in the room with the kangaroo, and I'm like, how do you get to fucking play the kangaroo? Is so
2: that? that... That's pretty disappointing to me, actually, that you can't play those characters. Or that, like, the, uh, there's the kids' skate yeah. uh, from the games. You can't play them. You can't play Zan. Like, you, I mean, you can play their old versions, but there's not an updated version of them. Right. Yeah, or yeah. Just, like a missed opportunity.
0: Yeah, it is really like, I don't know, like as as far as beat em ups go, it just it feels so good. Yeah. Like the combat feels really nice. Like each of the hits, like you've kind of feel like actually like, the vibration of the controller is synced up really nicely to like each of like the power hits and stuff like. I,
2: actually, I started enjoying it. I mean, I loved it. And then we went back and just started messing around and we played it on hard, but then we tried it on hardest. And then yeah. there's even yeah after that. But on hardest mode, there's more enemies, which actually sometimes it makes it more fun because it's like some of your attacks will hit like seven guys. Yeah, and yeah, hitting everyone, or you're bouncing all these guys between you know your two players. Um, so I found that really cool. I, I thought that was really fun. But I would totally recommend that game. It's it, it's like a it's basically just a sequel. Like it is an old Sega game dressed up new it's beautiful it but it plays just like the old ones and kind of every way that you want so yeah it
0: was that's cool yeah Allie and i have been playing uh a bunch of that as well and we're still making our way through moving out which is uh it's really fun like honestly as the levels progress it gets a little bit more complex like you're dealing with a couple new mechanics and stuff um and that's been really fun Uh, so
3: how have you um so I, I I also started playing Moving Out the other day with the four of us. Oh wow. Um but how do you feel about a two player? So I can't get these guys to play with me again. So we played like one session. We played like seven levels. Yeah. And they were just like, We've had enough now. Oh. It wasn't a it was not, a, it was not a big game. I had game.
1: with uh Kitty and Arthur too. Oh
3: yeah, no. Like they uh it's not it's not a game that like James and Jason normally play. Yeah. And then like Jenny doesn't really play video games. And they it was like surprisingly james was getting very short with jenny very quickly <laughs> it does get frustrating
1: i i completely agree with you yeah
3: yeah like he's just like no this thing jen and she's like i don't know where i'm going oh yeah.
1: my gosh so it was a
3: very classic uh versus like a, girlfriend can't <laughs> didn't, didn't
1: versus like an overcooked on. where it has like okay now we need to make a salad guys salad like that has like direct i don't know you get used to the kitchen you get used to like yeah. the movement but like and moving out, it's like, okay, just get all this shit in the fucking truck. And then some yeah. people mess up the truck and then you're like, okay, somebody's gotta be on cleanup duty. Now it's really frustrating and now somebody's like blocking <laughs> up the the, the movements are much less precise the than
3: they are and overcooked. So it's a lot like the barrier to entry I think, is a little higher because yeah, if you yeah, don't if you're not yeah. used to that sort of like what
0: one know, of the anti physics Yeah, one of one of the <laughs> uh, key things that you gotta you know, learn mechanics
3: it, she couldn't, she couldn't. I, I'm walking around. It's not picking up. And I'm like, you just,
0: yeah. It's, yeah.
3: It's not going to work right away. You just got to try and maneuver it a little harder. It doesn't work. Mine's broken.
0: Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the, one of the main things that we learned quickly is that when you're carrying something, especially with another player, um, you have to focus on your character's movement because they like your brain kind of tells you like oh we're picking up this couch so the the thing that we're moving is the couch now and it's like no you're moving your yeah. person relative to the other person like that's so kind of like twisting your brain to think that is is super important but as far as playing with two players it's a it's a dream like I mean okay. it's still it's still challenging but it's definitely like, a lot more a coordinated more because like, then we can attack things in a very sort of methodical manner. Like we, we do the little like pan over the stage first and then we're like, okay, so the two player items are the bed, the couch and this thing. So we're like, okay, let's go do those first and then we'll split off. You do the left side of the house. I'll do the right side of the house and we'll like organize and all this sort of stuff. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been a, a very nice experience. I've really enjoyed it. I and mean, we've definitely had frustrating moments, but like we're totally getting through it and like so far Ali and i have we've gold timed every stage we've done every secret challenge in every stage and it's like it's super rewarding especially and, and i think this is the key we're not binging it we're not playing like five levels in a row it's like we'll get together and we'll play one stage and we'll perfect that one stage and then we'll be like, cool, we had our little game date. We're going to go do something else and then maybe later we'll come back and do another one or maybe we'll play some rounds of uh, of Streets of Rage and then come back to it. So kind of like drip feeding it out has made it a little bit more consistent and we're like a little bit more than halfway through the game now, like 50% completion rating or whatever. Um, and yeah, I mean... Like, I really like it. She really likes it. And, you know, not often do Allie and I find games that we really sort of, like, gel with. And uh, and this one, we're totally, we're gelling.
3: Yeah, I wasn't sure I was going to work two-player, because I've only played it now four-player. Yeah. And when you play it four-player, it's... Less methodical, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah every Absolutely. level we play is i'm going wait where are you and uh, we gotta get this thing and you no, okay you come over here now i'm gonna and, and, okay you made the, the, the chair for the goddamn. damn this yeah that's yeah that's what it's like when you play four player but like i don't know that, that kind that, of chaos is kind of appealing to me um, we
2: we played three funny. player packs right and we did really well
0: yeah we definitely did, did. Well. that was a lot of fun but yeah it's yeah, yeah, when we, we gold star those times that's how we got our little moving out boxes
3: oh yeah, yeah. So no, that little, out. like, that bit of chaos doesn't seem like it's going to be there with two player. But maybe that'll be better. Maybe that will make Jason a little less anxious about playing it. It's kind of funny. Because I can convince, I can force him to play it with. I can't force the other two, but I can force him to play it with me.
0: Yeah, the the chaotic (laughs) moments come in funny situations, because, like, if you're doing the special challenges, which, honestly, the special challenges I find really fun, because, like, when you're playing two-player, like, you so the game actually adjusts its difficulty really, really well for the amount of people per stage. (laughs) Like, it'll actually adjust the number of items that you have to collect in a stage, and the completion times. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dip- cuz
3: it seems like it's going to be very daunting. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It
0: it adjusts very logically. Um and what's cool about it is like so you're talking about these moments of chaos. <clears throat> so like Allie's kind of just like at times she could just kind of like bulldoze through a stage. She'll just like I'm just getting what I'm getting and and whatever, right? But like the special challenge might be like okay, well don't break any windows. So then you have to like talk it out and be like okay, so yeah everything has to come through the stairs but like you're more dangerous taking stuff out of the house because there's like you know uh there's windows out there so like why don't mm-hmm. you just throw shit down the stairs and i'll take it out and like we're able to communicate really well like that and and that makes it really kind of like fun and you know yeah
3: so far the only challenge that we've completed is break all the windows <laughs> <laughs> and we have bronze on every level we played so that that was our place. So yeah.
0: What's cool is if you want to uh, adjust stuff, and and this was a, a nice thing that I found out because like, have you done like the arcade challenges or the VHS challenges? So the some of the some of the arcade challenges are very difficult. Like they're really stupid. Uh, the VHS ones not so much. They're just fun, um, and they actually like add some mini games into that. Like there's this very hilarious soccer mode that Allie and I had some fun with. Um, but uh, what I, what we learned was that depending on how many players that you are, the progress for that game file still moves forward regardless of how many players you have. So, for example, like like we do all of the main missions together, but then the arcade stuff, I'll just do single player, but it still completes it in every version, you know? So, like, the, the one of the arcade challenges will change depending on how many players that you have. And, like, you know, if you're just like, well, I'd, I'm just a completionist and I want to do those things, you can just do it single player and, like, it's fine. Oh. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know but I'll make Jason play with me. He he also does not enjoy these games. He he gets really frustrated when we play Overcooked.
2: I think they're only Very fun frustrated. to play, like, if... I only have fun with those games if I'm winning. Like, if we can get in a rhythm... Like, if we can put the big shit in the back on moving out, like, nothing more frustrating than having, like, a whole bunch of single boxes or whatever, and you're trying to shove, like, bed <laughs> in there. Oh,
3: yeah. You just worth. gotta throw it on top.
0: Well, yeah, I was gonna say, there's, like, a cool finesse where you get, like, the jump throws and all this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Like... You should get everybody on uh, Lovers in Dangerous Space Time. I mean, now that's a four-player game, and I feel like with Jenny not knowing how to play games very well, I feel like that game... Has been It'll like easy, easy, easy a fight like enough that uh, you guys would really enjoy that. That's a fun like together game, you know. It's four players. players. And, yeah, they opened it up. So originally, I remember they were like, "If we added more players, it's gonna ruin the game." They fucking
2: added more players, and there's new characters you can get too. So it's really. They add, did they add new uh, rooms to the ship though? Because it was like two people for five rooms. So I'm I wondering if like, four. They people. might have. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Four people yeah. for five Four. rooms
0: would make the game very easy, I think. Yeah, right. yeah. But maybe that's cool. Then you're just, like, beasting through the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, guys, we've been going for a while, but I have three brief news topics that I think are uh, will be of interest to you guys. Are you ready for our three news topics? Go for it. So our first one is we got an announcement for a new Assassin's Creed game, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There was a cinematic... Oh. Uh, Good luck, Good luck <laughs> We lost this, hopefully only momentarily. But uh, so this new Assassin's Creed game got announced with a cinematic trailer. And did you watch it? uh, I watched parts of it. Here's the thing. I'm not I'm not a big Assassin's Creed person, but I feel like I could be convinced to play another one. Uh, What are your guys feelings on this one? I haven't had any inclination to check out that trailer. I don't know something about Assassin's
1: Creed. <laughs> I just I lost it, man. I don't I don't really know. I mean, people say Assassin's Creed three was good and the pirate one and the whatever Egypt one.
3: I' not really I trying to play you.
1: that game right now. I guess I
3: liked the last one.
1: Yeah, the you're, the, you're the you're the yeah. Creed I'm
3: I'm the Assassin's girl. Creed fan, super probably. fan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, out of all us. Alex likes them too. I um, was going
2: hard on them when they came. Like yeah, I played all of them through Black Flag. And then I sort of started to get burned out, so I've been recently going hard on, like exactly. I got a yeah <laughs> Yep. Nice. So uh, recently I've been doing almost unintentionally, but I've been doing every other one. It's sort of like it's too. Back when they were coming out every year, uh, I was just, and they're do they're still doing that, even though they said they weren't going to do that. They're still doing that. Um, that's too much. Those they took games, one year off. They took one year off, then they came yeah. back Origins, and they did Odyssey, and now they're doing valhalla yeah. so i didn't do odyssey so i'm kind of feeling like all right i could play this now and it's like, time I'm now
0: like, yeah, I like-
2: yeah oh. no i actually
3: really enjoyed odyssey a little more origins i didn't i didn't make it through the whole thing i like um, the odyssey, i made it i played too much t- i spent too much time on it um because <laughs> there's just so much to explore but honestly um the trailer looked like just like objectively visually looked really really good yeah, I was I was actually pretty. The trailers
0: are they always look really good. It's like it's like Vikings, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Valhalla. So it's, um, but it's not. It didn't seem very assassin like. They've given up it's... on
2: that.
3: Yeah, but e- but even so, so, like
2: you just have
1: an old time period action game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like you know, pick a mm-hmm. setting and then make it as like dramatic as they possibly can. We See, need my... them to jump off buildings and stab people in the face, but that's about it. Yeah, my thing is like when I look at games like assassin's creed or really any sort of like annualized game i feel like my interest level starts to wane once once i know a new one's coming out every year i'm kind of like okay well it feels less special now you know what i mean like it's expected yeah exactly it's like okay so at the very least it's going to feel like iterative right it's going to be like well this is going to be like that but a little different you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Um, whereas something like, you know, you take like, you know, like a Last of Us 2 or whatever, and it's taken like 10 years to come out, and it's going to be like similar to Last of Us 1, but it's still going to be, it at least creates the assumption that this game is going to be more like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, got yeah you. I mean, more I, think, I think you have
3: to be very invested in the formula of Assassin's Creed, right? Because mm. like, for me, I don't look at it so much like, oh, a new one's expected. It's like, I play like as much as I can out of this, and I need more mm. and because i'm like itching for more i'll always sort of take that that new content mm. um and it, do- it doesn't really bother me when things are when like you know sequels or you know new games come out and they're not too different from the game before mm-hmm. like that it's not like i i understand why that would be a deal breaker for people or saying like you know you're not you're not really progressing. It's not really moving forward. Like I, won't, I need something new. Like I'm sort of not that person. Yeah. And I like I'll always. And I think we've had this conversation before. Like, if you're if you're giving me like a third person action adventure game that has some sort of cool element to it, like I'm gonna play it. Right. Whatever it is, I'm I'm probably gonna play it, and I'll, I'll play it like to death. You know, that's gonna be my like junk food for the year. Yeah. Those
2: games like, their to their credit, they. They do make progress on it, and those games are like there is work being done on those mm-hmm. games. Oh,
0: for sure. I mean, well,
3: fifteen studios worth of work. Yeah, like, yeah. even even,
0: wow. even the last game got a Game of the Year nom. Like you know, right. they're, it's it's not yeah, like it, they're, they're making a lot games, of bad sure. games. Yeah, they're yeah. they're clearly they're making special. really good games,
3: and they are they are ch- like if you look at you know where you are now versus where it started, like they have progressed a lot. They're, they're, they're very different. They've, they've changed up the form, and, and every, like, few years, they completely start over and change up the formula, yeah. which I appreciate. So they are making that progress. It doesn't always happen, like, as, you know, in as large chunks because they're coming out every year. But it does happen. And you just sort of almost... I look at it almost like as just an expansion on the, the previous game with, like, a new twist on it until you get a very new, you know... Version, And then I look at that as like the next chapter of Assassin's Creed games, it's like Origin and Odyssey is like, you know, in this one chapter because like they they changed it up a lot with origins and then, you know, before that you had like Syndicate and Black Flag and three were all kind of similar to and, you know, I put that as like a separate bucket (laughs) of like these group of Assassin's Creed games and, you know, every three, four years they they change it up um, completely.
2: I'm looking forward seeing what they come up with. Like, I'm really interested to see the gameplay. Um, yeah. They definitely toe that line between doing kind of what they did last year, but they really add a lot of new stuff in. But I still can't do it every year, especially because the depth of these games—you you, know—you're in for a hundred plus hours easy. Um, but this <laughs> yeah. one is actually like, you know, that time period isn't too worn out. Um, it should be pretty interesting mm-hmm. to see what they do with it. And uh, I don't know, we'll see. But I am pretty excited about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Certainly interested to see what comes of it. Um,
3: yeah, I'm very curious to see what the gameplay will be like, and if it is going to be, you know, sort of what we talked about—is if it's going to be similar to the one before, but with a little bit of difference, or if you know this is going to be, be, maybe it's going to be on a new console. Maybe they've like done the, a the, the new flag. overhaul. Yeah. yeah, you know, maybe it's going to be completely different from the ones before. It, but
1: for sure, um,
3: and I'm sure also, just you know, I, there's like a, a excitement around it too, just because it's going to come out on new a new console. Mm-hmm. and like it's probably gonna that's the kind of game that you want to just look incredible right yeah. and like perform better and it needs it definitely needs a stronger console because i don't know if you remember me complaining about it, it takes five minutes just to fucking load into your one goddamn save in the yeah. last assassin's creed game
0: i didn't actually um, think about that that's gonna make it like a much bigger selling point that yeah. it's gonna be a so, next-gen game
3: like i was thinking to myself like do i really need to buy a console right away and then i was looking at this game and i was like i would. Not play that on my current console. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to get the new console to play for that for sure. So.
0: Uh, speaking of consoles, this has nothing to do with new consoles, but old ones. Uh, this is our second uh, news piece. So, did you guys hear about this uh, source code leak on 4chan that happened earlier no. this week? I mean- so, um, there was this massive Nintendo leak. Uh, so basically, the the way the story goes is. There's this company who works who like designs chips for systems, right? Every system runs on a chip. Uh, and this company is called Broadon. Okay. They were a company that Nintendo worked with on the on the Nintendo Wii. They basically created that branch of uh, you know, information or whatever. And now somebody on 4chan hacked the Broadon server and essentially pulled down all of the source uh source code of information for the Nintendo Wii. Now, along with that information, it also had the source code for GameCube, N sixty four, all what? of this sort of stuff, which is pretty crazy. So this is like the 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 entire SDK, the software development kit for each of those systems, uh, as well as the entire like blueprint of how the system works, where it's pulling information from, and all this sort of stuff. So this is a lot of techno, you know, mumbo jumbo, but essentially what it means is. The blueprints for the N sixty four, the GameCube, the Wii, uh, are now just open to anyone. So that means any random person can now reconstruct a Wii on a on a chip by chip data, you know, BIOS basis, and make yeah, But it who's ex- going to do that? I mean, so we see consoles that come out from uh, places like um, like Analog and all this sort of stuff. So like with this information, they could essentially. They have everything that they would need to launch like uh, an N64, which people have said for a long time would be a big challenge um, because the way that that system uses GPU and, and CPU is very weird. Um, it's also heavily used for emulation based stuff. So people who are like emulating consoles can use how those uh, original consoles are like reading data to, to do stuff with. Um, so this doesn't affect like modern gaming in many ways, but it's just a really interesting situation mostly because it's stolen information. So if there are companies that are like using this, or if there's like basically any, anybody who's making an emulator like dolphin or anything like that, uh, and they could essentially use these to create more accurate emulation, um, or basically like one-to-one accurate emulation, uh, they could potentially see like legal action from Nintendo because like
2: yeah, you can prove that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because you're uh, using stolen easily. data. Yeah. It's just pretty wild. Cause I mean, I, the other aspect of it is if they do use that, they could just change it slightly, optimize it, as it were and then it kind yeah. of obfuscates what's you know what's actually I mean, how does the
1: analog get away with it you know because they did rebuild an snes and a sega genesis well
0: they're they're reconstructing it on like a game-by-game basis like they're they're looking at like everything and, and basically creating their like best assumption of like what they could mm-hmm. possibly do and that's what makes it like as hardware accurate as they possibly can but yeah. um but like they're not using the actual blueprints from those systems straight up
3: stolen yeah because they
0: don't have them you know what i mean
2: any high schooler will tell you though that there is some pretty good plagiarism software out there where you know if you just tweak any you know a couple words sentences here um it'll still get picked up yeah Uh, you gotta be if you're out there looking to use that shit i'd be really careful
0: yeah it's just interesting like you know uh people are saying that this might be the greatest leak for any console or, or any like hardware manufacturer ever and it's kind of true it's it's basically like you know <laughs> i mean it's, it's it's everything that makes nintendo's hardware nintendo you know what i mean and now it's just open for the world to see which is pretty uh pretty wild uh i think they already caught the guy i think he's already arrested wow well, um really? yeah but, uh, how do,
2: how do they do that, man? Being, uh, tortured by Nintendo. Oh,
3: yeah, guaranteed. I feel like Nintendo's pretty quick when it comes to that kind of stuff.
1: Reggie's in hell. I don't even know. Yeah. Do they do that. so fast. Yeah. How do they do it in general. That's crazy.
0: It's something else. But, uh, I just wanted to make mention of that because it's a very, you know, it's just a, a very interesting novel thing to happen. And, yeah. you know, we might see some interesting things come of it. We might not. Um, but either way, that's, uh, that's happening now. Yeah. So did um, you guys
3: see the uh, like small update about the Last of Us leak? No. Mm-hmm. It did not. It did so not Sony n- confirmed, internal. yeah, that it was not an internal employee, and that it was most likely the job of hackers. So yeah.
0: thank the, goodness.
3: Yeah, they're not sure, you know, what where the story came from of like this disgruntled employee sharing things, but it, it's apparently not true, and it was just some jerk. Well, that's that's good.
0: <laughs> That's good. At least we know that the people over at uh, Naughty Dog have some integrity. Yeah. Mm. Disgruntled or otherwise. Okay, guys. Our last topic for today. News topic number three. Um, Jeff Keighley, famed Jeff Keighley, uh, very much beloved by the games industry at large, uh, has announced his Summer Game Fest which is essentially going to be a uh, another event. in. I guess he's creating this catalog of events, like the Game Awards. Um, but this is essentially going to be an event that's rivaling E3. Because as we know, E3 got canceled this year. But this Summer Game Fest deal is pretty interesting because he's essentially rallied many of the biggest companies in the industry. Just to give you an idea, they got 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, CD Projekt Red, Digital Extremes, uh, Electronic Arts, Microsoft, Sony, Square Enix, Private Division, Riot Games, Steam, and Warner Brothers Interactive have all agreed that they're going to be participating in this Summer Nintendo Games guy. Fest. A
3: couple big guys a pretty big there. list. It's a pretty yeah. big
0: list. Most interestingly is Sony, um, because Sony was not going, as remembered, you know, headlines earlier this year, they were not going to be attending E3. Um, yeah. so for them to not be attending E3, but instead, uh, you maybe know. the plan
1: was, may, I mean, Jeff Keighley wasn't planning on going to E3 either. Right. What was the, what if the plan was, yeah, maybe they've been talking prior to this announcement a long ago. Hey, Jeff, just like, I'm just not going to, I'm going to put all my eggs in Jeff Keighley's basket. Jeff yeah. Keighley
0: yeah. is friends with Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima works with Sony. Sony then talks to them. I don't know. Do like
1: you know, Half-Life uh,
0: three confirmed. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Jeff Keighley had an AMA on Reddit like a month ago, um, I, or maybe less than that, where he was talking about this, and someone asked him that question: "Like, you know, were you planning this already? Like, is this is this why you dropped out of E3? Like, how, what's the you know what's the timing here?" Yeah, uh,
0: probably. <laughs> and, and his
2: his answer was, "They were planning to do it, but with the quarantine, and I'm sure with the E3 cancellation." um i it sounds like reading between the lines that they were probably going to launch maybe a small version of it this year and then really do it next year yeah uh, but it sounds like this sort of sped it up and he ramped it up and was able to get all the this opportunity support. you know the iron's hot yeah he was
3: able to get more people involved probably
2: because e3's yeah. probably come back next year in some form so it's like yeah. this is a great time to sort of get in there definitely um, yeah take it, some of that but, spotlight and you you know these bigger companies they don't have to be dropping a couple million dollars to just get yeah. a space to the floor. Now they just get like a time slot or whatever.
1: Yeah, so you
0: know, then they get to...
2: Send me your demo
1: reel.
0: I'll play
2: it for everyone.
0: Yeah, they get it's, to uh, uh, be part of the conversation, you know?
2: I mean, this is... I think this is a really good idea, having... I don't know really what the format's going to be, but like just having this more celebration <laughs> uh, and having everyone participate in different ways online. Really fun, really acceptable. Uh, I, I, I mean, really- it gamers
0: it's essentially how everybody enjoys e3 as it is you know what i mean like e3 has been a primarily online event for i don't even know how long and what's very savvy on jeff Keeley's part actually is like think about how like the biggest companies like nintendo and sony and stuff and and now xbox in two days seventh they have their uh inside xbox thing um how interesting that tho- that those guys have all transitioned to a online model with Nintendo Directs and State of Play and all right. this kind of stuff. But now it's like, you know, Jeff Keighley's finding a way to create some sort of ownership over that. You know what I mean? He's basically saying like, hey, you can all do that, like do the thing that yeah. you guys have been doing, but now it's just kind of like under this umbrella and now we all get to be a yeah. part of it, you know? That's-
2: brand it let's have it in one week and let's go like yeah. do your this will be great
0: it's very smart it's you know i give him a i give them a lot of credit for you know going through this process and really you know fleshing it out into something hopefully the event itself really turns into something special and it doesn't say world premiere every five fucking seconds
3: world yeah. premiere i hope it does
0: <laughs> i mean well i hope it does but it's also like they've already like memed themselves to existence so i, I can't <laughs> I can't bear it.
2: Is everyone going to come out in jeans and a blazer and just stand awkwardly um, next to a Porsche? It? Yeah. Maybe if yeah, they just don't
0: totally. vo world premiere. If they just show the text, it's like okay, for that's. Enough. Years
2: we've been bringing you amazing experiences. Yeah. And
0: this year, we're doing it again. Great, show us. Um Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, I I have high hopes for it. I'm definitely you know excited at the prospect of it for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean it's. Just from a just a gamer's perspective it, it's kind of sad not to have like an E3 or some kind of, not year end but sort of like a collection of
0: Yeah, like the moment to like, sort of rally behind yeah,
2: Exactly, and so I think that this will be really fun just to even just see what it is, even if it sucks, it's sort of like it's an event, and a gaming yeah.
0: event Yeah, so be fun. it's fun. Be fun There's so many yeah. events like that that I feel like we've lost touch with, I mean probably, it's funny because I, I see this thing and it's called Summer Games Fest, and the first thing that comes to mind when I see Not the a great word... great name. Yeah, right. Uh, the first thing that I see when I read Summer is... Uh, the Remember the Xbox Summer of Arcade? God, I miss that so much. Do you, do you remember that? They I don't remember launch... that at all now. No? They would... So every summer during the Xbox 360's heyday, uh, Microsoft would host this thing called uh, Summer of Arcade where they would launch four like exceptional indie games. And that would be like, you know, one every month of the summer. So it was like, you know, uh, like May, June, July, August. Um, they would launch one of these games and they were always so good. That's when they launched like Dustin Elysian tale and shadow complex and like oh, wow. all of these crazy games. Like, and it was like Shank was one of them one year. Like it was, it was just a cool moment. And, uh, I don't know. That was something that I look forward to every year. Like I looked forward to E3. um, so at least you know i it, i don't know that was just a weird you know, aside
2: if new it'll be fun like i like the game awards i think this will be sort of like a nice i don't know i don't like the stuff yeah we don't you know, get together and watch it maybe
1: maybe not this year i was about no i was about to say actually we should get together and watch it i would not mind that at all i mean if you guys are cool with it whatever
2: we'll talk
0: on walkie talkies yeah
3: yeah maybe we'll video chat while we watch it
0: there you go yeah oh, you guys are ridiculous <laughs>
3: well ridiculous
0: as we may be it is the end of this podcast um guys Did you is there any news that i missed this week is there anything that happened that uh i was unaware of probably probably these seem to be the uh, most significant a things
1: at uh halo infinite master chief is actually a woman this entire time
0: oh man whoa game changer game changer All right, well, on that note, it was good chatting with you guys. I'm glad to hear that everybody's okay. I hope all of our listeners are doing well in this quarantine situation. I hope you're playing some fun games. Um, But until next time, thank you, Alex. Thank you, Justin. Thank you,
3: Liz. Thank you, Justin. Thank you.
0: (laughs) And we'll see you on the next one. Bye, everybody.